this is Ellen, your side character guest with Side Character Quest. I am joined by our host, Ty. Well, actually, I have taken over for today. It's me, or... Uh, I, I find that um, the stories in this this uh, droll and plebeian uh, podcast are not quite up to snuff, so I have taken over as resident author of future adventures. Tis I, Charles George. A mortal uh, uh, science fiction writer and Fabergé egg salesman. Um, how are you doing today? Uh, wonderful. Um, shall I call you Sir Charles, Sir Mr. George? Mr. George is fine. I'll just, just one moment. Mm, sorry, I just needed to take a swig of this delicious Fabergé egg. Would you like some? Uh, sure. We mm. are definitely sitting in the same room right now. You, you can't, you can't afford it, my dear. I'm sorry. Oh goodness! But um, if you would like, I could, I could have a, a sample, a sh- droll, drummed up for you of just a little drop, a droplet of it. Just waft some into a box. And mail that to me, and I will, I will be able to uh, take a quick sniff of, of this and just right. waft it over. Okay, I'm I'm wafting. I'm wafting. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're busting out the fiction, Dolly. God. Oh no! He's gonna climb the door. <laughs> no. God damn it. Cat. Cat. <laughs> You can't do this to us. We had a thing going. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is this is Ty um, from uh, uh, Side Character Quest. Um, your host, your your good good old good old buddy. And um, the voice that you just heard a moment ago was Dolly the cat, ruining ruining us, ruining a, a, a good kind of long bit that we had going. Uh, how are you doing, Ellen? Oh, great. Uh, Dolly has now since been kicked out of the room. He has lost his room privileges. <laughs> Ruined it. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's let's see um, where we last left off. You were going into a mine with your apprentice uh, by the name of. Do you remember her name? Lee. Yeah, Lee. Um, wait, 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 wait. Question: yo. Is it Lee? L e i g h or L e e or L e a? It's L i. Ah. L i. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. You went through three before getting to the. You know, didn't even get to the one that I. I had in mind. That Lee is a very versatile name. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she's a human. Uh, you are a, a guildmaster, a dwarf, and erethmancer. Is is that the right word? Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, you are trying to um, find uh, a a small vein of uh, an of a very rare ore called. Uh, Lapis Tempus um, to use for uh, some repairs that you were hired to do. Where we last left off, you were uh, jumping down a mine shaft to get away from an overzealous uh, tour guide, and uh, you had just used Featherfall on yourself and Lee as you guys uh, went down this mine shaft. Awesome. So uh, let's let's hop in. Uh, do you have any have any questions real quick before we pop in in Media Res? Uh, I think we could jump right in. Okay, we we jump back in. 
Exactly. We jump back in uh, as you and Lee are slowly falling down this mine shaft. It is getting darker and darker and darker. Um, it doesn't take too long, um, though, uh, before your feet, n- not not too hard, uh, hit the um, hard ground uh, below you. And you uh, hear Lee hit the ground and uh, stumble a little bit as she gets her catches her uh catches herself and you two are in pretty intense darkness right now you can look up and you see a little bit of light above you you actually uh as a dwarf you have dark vision so you can see a a little bit around you even though this is pretty much complete darkness you you can see it as if it's just very dim Mm -hmm. but you can't see any colors you can't see anything like that uh what do you what do you do in this moment lee lee did you did you grab that map um, I, I believe, uh, I, I'd have to, I'd have to check to the, rec- the recording, but I believe that you grabbed the map, um, at, uh, from the, uh, the, that place, um, from that little side, they know what this is. Uh, <laughs> I believe, uh, you have that map in your pack. Okay. Let me check. <laughs> do you, do you, do you remember if this was a coal mine? Um, no, this was not a, uh, not a coal mine. Uh, let me get my notes. Um, and she, uh, pulls out, uh, pack out of her bag just by touch. Um, do you, do you have a, a lantern on you or, or li- could you give me some light or something? All right. If you are relatively sure it's not a coal mine, I'll trust you. Uh, and I will cast produce flame. Nice. Okay. Um, that's a that's a cantrip, right? Yeah. Sweet. So you're just like holding it in your hand. Yeah. Okay. So um, she uh, you cast produce flame and um, and Lee pulls her pack out. She has some very like orderly notes and starts flipping through and um, order Lee uh, notes and uh, she finds um her section on the mine and says to you um so it looks like this mine uh ha- wasn't really in use for very long they they were trying to to see if they could find um ends for a few veins and uh, according to according to the documents we have on it um it kind of actually I should probably roll some sort of history check right no no she she had time yeah. to research this shit um it, it uh, th- this mine wasn't used for very long uh before um before they abandoned it they realized the the veins didn't go quite as long as they they wanted um but uh but yeah there there's supposed to be some uh lapis tempus um uh, there was supposed to be a tiny bit of it somewhere down there uh just you know it wasn't enough uh to be profitable for them to keep going um so so yeah all right Okay, Uh, I dig around in my pack and bring out the um, the mind map. Okay, and uh, let's say I also bring a lantern and pop that flame inside. Sweet. Uh, Yeah, you had uh, grabbed a lantern from the um, from that shack that uh, you also grabbed the map map from. Um, If I if my notes are correct, Uh, listeners. um, Hey, man, all of all of edited this podcast by the time you 
see it. So so I'll, I'll know if I was wrong. Uh, but yeah, you definitely do have a lamp somehow. You very carefully um, transfer the flame in there. You take a look at this map um, under the, the flickering light of your lantern, and you see a few different paths of this mine um, going off in mm-hmm. different directions. Um, they It appears that they... Maybe maybe you might you might be able to guess with your, you know, you're you're a dwarf. You you are aware of like mining culture. Uh, They're probably testing different routes, trying to find different veins. You can see that at the end of one of those uh, paths, there is a, a mine shaft that goes deeper. You can also see that connected to the room you're currently in is uh, some sort of uh, break room or barracks or, or that sort of thing. That's that's pretty much all you see. There's like three paths and a break room, and then the elevator shaft that you're in. All right. Okay. Um, can I, let's say I walk towards the break room. Okay. Um, and can I roll something to take a look around and see what I see? Yeah, um, you're going to roll a perception check. All right. Wisdom? Which, yes, that's going to be wisdom. I'm going to see if you have any like special. I got a plus one. Plus one. Yep. Um, add that plus one to that. All right. So it's a 17 plus one is 18. 17 plus one, 18. Um, so uh, you walk over to this place. Um, your vision's it, the, the lantern's not super bright, but uh, your vision's pretty good. You're used to to darkness. Um, so you can can uh, get a pretty good idea of what's going on here. This break room is unlike the room that you just left um, where the elevator shaft was, which had very like rough walls very it seemed very like i don't know the the word it it didn't seem very homey this one feels a lot more like the the walls have been smoothed out a lot more um you can see uh, a lot of very well taken care of for uh what was that (laughs) sorry cats are running okay (laughs) it is the annual nighttime running of the cats okay in which they uh dash down the hallway do a (laughs) u-turn skid into the door and launch themselves in the other direction awesome um yeah so uh (laughs) you uh you hear um Oh, sorry. You see, uh, or, or I hear that noise, and there's a monster at the door. You hear that noise, and there's a monster at the door. Um, you, uh, you see that there's like very these these barracks um, are full of like beds that are very well taken care of. Um, you can see that they're they're pretty clean, and you can see uh, some. Um, you see like a board that has like work assignments written on it, and you see shelves and um, some barrels stashed around. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what you see in here. You also uh, do hear um, some the sound of 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 like wind going through the mines, like. Is that coming from a uh, specific pathway? Um, that's just vaguely coming from. It, it's hard to tell. Uh, it, it seems to be coming from like deeper in the mind, but but beyond that, you don't really know. Um, you also, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what you've you've gotten so far. Okay, so no, like notes or writings or anything. No, um, 
You said writings uh, on the board uh, that I had mentioned. Um, there is some some writing. There appears to be like a work schedule and that sort of thing. The I, I don't I don't know how the years would be written, but it's very clear that these are very old years. Um, they're like from a few decades back. You also see a bunch of names. Uh, I'll tell you right now. None of the names are important. Uh, maybe They're important to the people who they belong to. You you would notice uh, that you you do see Comstock's name written on there, but uh, beyond that, there's no other name that you recognize. All right. Okay. So looks like there's nothing much here for us. So let's head off into the mines because it looks because we want to get back out there before it gets dark. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which path are you going to go down? So there's uh, there's three paths that I mentioned before. Um, one is veering off like northwest. Another one's mm-hmm. north. Another one's northeast. So we, you can just refer to those as west, north, east. Okay. Um. <coughs> hey, listener, there's a lot of coughing. I'm going to be cutting a lot of coughing out. So if I miss some. Just 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 shut up. <laughs> It's OK. We've all we've all been in this mine too long and we've all contracted a sudden case of miners lung. That is correct. Accurate. 100 percent accurate. We did this just for you guys, listeners, just for you. Are you doing OK, Guildmaster? Uh, I, I, that's a nasty cough you got there. Yep. I, uh, I inhaled on the way down when we were feather falling. We were feather falling a little too long there. It's in the fiction now, guys. I don't have to edit it out. <laughs> All right. So is there any way I can tell if like the air coming from one of these paths like feels colder or there's like more air currents or something? If any uh, one of these are longer. Oh, uh, this. OK, Um, you can roll me a uh, a perception check again. This is going to be like a kind of high DC, a uh, high difficulty check. All right. Okay, well, uh, critical fail. That was a one. <laughs> you don't know shit. Um, I have no idea. It's supposed to be a dwarf, but you know, hey. Yeah, you don't really. You're like looking at this, um, and you're looking at the map, and uh, Lee looks over at you, and she just sort of grabs the map and turns it upside, like right side up, and hands it back to you. Um, that here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so I am going to flip a three-sided coin. No, um, <laughs> going to trust my dwarven intuition and close my eyes and spin around in a circle. Okay. Uh, and whichever one I end up pointing, I'm just gonna go down there. Okay. Uh, I I could roll a d6 to determine, or if you have another way of you you want to do that. Um, let's say I end up west. Okay, sounds good. Um, You start heading west and it's just more of that, uh, you know, scratched. uh, Scratch sounds like it's it's by a monster or something. But but, you know, that's very rough mine, um, rough hewn. Uh, It's it's pretty short room, of course. uh, But the thing is, you're a dwarf and Lee isn't super tall. um, So you guys are fine. Uh, She probably crouches a little bit just out of instinct. The, the room is probably like exactly six feet tall, but uh, you go along and uh, every once in a while there's little support beams um, and you walk not too far until you round a, a bit of a corner in this path. 
and there is just collapsed rock and rubble uh, in front of you, just completely blocking off this path. All right. And uh, uh, looks like this isn't the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have what's your passive perception, by the way? Um, where do I find my passive perception? Uh, oh, sorry. Um, that would just be like 10 plus your wisdom modifier. So that would be so it's basically like if you it's like the average of what you would roll. Um, so cool. it's it's 11. I'll say with an 11, you hear a bit of more of that. Uh, but you also um, hear a little bit of scratching Ooh. just through the mine um, somewhere. It's hard to tell exactly where. Um, but yeah, you hear you hear some scratching and you hear uh, that just sort of wind sound. Quick question about mm-hmm. the uh, the rocks that I'm trying to find. Mm-hmm. The lapis. If I do like a a ar- arcana check, mm-hmm. arcana check, do they have like innate magical properties that I can sense? So uh, an arcana check, arcana check is often like used a little bit not quite right in D&D games. It can't like ping magic. Um, it's mm-hmm. more of like figuring out stuff about magic that you you see or detect. You use it to recall lore about spells, magic items, eldritch symbols, magical traditions, uh, that sort of thing. OK, so I can't I can't just like home in on things that have magical properties. Yes. But if you if you saw something that was magical, you could do an arcana check to say, like, how is this magical or mm-hmm. like and it would be based off of what you could conceivably know about magic stuff. OK. Yeah. Um, second question. Did I bring any pieces of gem with me? In order to, I guess, like verify Ooh. the type of material, I don't think so, um, because you, you don't need I think that I've established that you don't need a lot of this to complete the job. So I feel like if you had if you had any substantial amount of the Tempest Lapis or the Lapis Tempest, you probably would just be able to use that. You need very, very like I said, you need very, very little, uh, maybe like smaller than a fist um, okay. to do the job that you want to do. Ah, that invalidates one of my plans. Ah. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and now you'll never know. <laughs> OK. All right. Um, and last last question. Yep. So in my handy dandy catalog of cantrips that I have brought with me, my little stained glass pieces, uh, I can determine the material an object is made of. Mm-hmm. Can I determine what the walls of the shaft are made of? Yeah, totally. Uh, so just so listeners know, Ellen had wanted to do um, she wanted to do a character that was uh, that used something called um, arithmancy, which is not a thing in D&D. But I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. So, uh, you know, how like wizards have prestidigitation and druids have like druid craft and things like that. I decided to make a all-purpose cantrip for arithmancers called minor arithmancy um and one of the things it can do is uh you can determine um the material an object is made of it it has a few other fun abilities that are none of them are super powerful but but there's a lot of variety so uh i will say um 
Hey, hey, uh, geologists out there, if uh, if anything I'm about to say just does not make any sense, shut up. I'm sorry. Um, uh, you the uh, material of that you are in that you are surrounded by um, is like a, a few different types of stone um, sort of mixed in. You're seeing uh, various things like quartz, um, monzonite, some kaolin mixed in there, uh, various other things. Um, I'm not sure exactly if there's anything you're you're particularly looking for, but you're definitely not seeing any any lapis tempus. You're not seeing anything like coal. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not seeing anything like flammable. Sweet. And you aren't seeing any like precious metals or anything like that. Also some granite. Sweet. Can make some nice countertops. <laughs> OK. Can we go back to the place where the trail forks? Yeah, totally. And then can I use this cantrip on each of the tunnels? Sure. Um, So just you're trying to detect like some sort of uh, difference between them Um, to see if there's lapis tempus in one of the walls. I dig it. Okay. sure. Um. So you're not going to find. OK, so so this is what I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, there, There's not you're not going to find like straight up Lapis Tempus, um, but you might find something that is similar. Question is Lapis Tempus also blue like Lapis Lazuli? If you want it to be. <laughs> let's make it blue, but let's make it like magical blue. OK, magical blue. Oh, um, I think we had said that, it you know, it, it, it changes a little bit with the seasons. So let's say that it's it's blue this time of year. It's, a, it's, it's feeling blue. It's feeling blue. So you use this uh, on use this cantrip spell on um, both of those other walls. For the most part, both of them are, are made of the same sort of stuff that you've seen. But uh, roll me an investigation check. So so the thing is, like this, this is not going to this spell is not like telling you what the entire mine is made of. It's only telling you the places that you check. So I'm having you roll an uh, investigation check to see if you choose a good spot um, when you're doing that. All right. That's a 12. 12. Um, hmm. Plus, uh, okay, intelligence, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a 14 then. Oh, 14. Um, so you, uh, like I said, you see most of the same stuff. Um, but you you find that both of those paths uh, that you're you check on um, have uh, one thing that's a little bit different than the first one that you checked. And that is um, a little bit of a uh, lazarite. Both of them have lazarite. Both of them have lazarite in it. But otherwise, I can't really tell the difference between. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pretty much the same as the first the first one. Um. OK. I'm trying to figure out which path to take. Uh, you're right now. You're at the like sort of mouth of both of those entrances. You can mm-hmm. always like go farther down either one and see if if you find anything else. OK, and there's no on the map. It doesn't show that one is longer than the other on the map. It shows that the one to the north is a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Oh, oh, there's one thing that I, I should definitely have added because you you've it been investigating both of these you would have noticed going down all of these paths uh, or uh, all three of these paths are different minecart tracks but are there are there any carts 
there is one cart um, a little bit down the entrance of the eastern one. Or does it have one of those things where you like stand on either side and you like push down <laughs> and it goes? It does not have one of those. I, w- I wish it did. Oh, darn. OK. What are those for? Are those for like people to go down to like check on like what? what is that for? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. You can go fast if you got to go fast. <laughs> you got to go fast. Uh, yeah, that sounds perfect. That sounds like it's probably what it is. Maybe you can bring stuff on them like small things. I don't know. I, I bet I bet it's originally for like engineers to go down. The, not engineers, but like not like train conductors, but but like engineers to check the rails to make sure that they're smooth before they run like an actual train over the whole distance and and screw it up. All right. If any of the listeners know, they should uh, tweet at you. Yeah. Uh, listener, write right in and tell us what this is about. I will not have looked it up. I, I am being 100% sincere and not sarcastic when I say it. I will not have looked this up. So go ahead and tell us. All right. Let's go north. All right, cool. Um, so you go up the, the middle one, which is the one that was a little bit longer on the map and that like terminated in a, uh, in a, a mine shaft that went a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. As you're, you're walking down this way, uh, you see um, maybe... You know, once again, you're seeing those wooden beams that are are going over the, uh, you know, that are sort of arcing over this this already pretty short space. Mm-hmm. And but as you go a little bit farther, uh, you come across a metal grate with a metal door uh, in it that is blocking off uh, the path further. OK, and it's locked. Uh, you go up to it and um, there is a lock on the uh, outside on the side mm-hmm. that you're on um, and it is unlocked. Oh, great. I'm going to go through it. Sweet. You and Lee continue on forward there. It's just getting darker and darker. I assume. Are you still carrying that lantern or have you passed that on to Lee? I think given that I've been doing spells where I put my hands on the walls, uh, I probably passed it to Lee. Okay, Um, so she's uh, she's holding it. Um, She's walking a little bit. uh, Basically, I I would say you guys are sort of trading off between who's going, who's walking in the front, who's walking in the back, just because, you know, she has the lantern. But then again, you have better vision than her. Mm -hmm. So as you you continue along, she um, reaches up and grabs your shoulder like, whoa, uh, and you stop um, just before you are about to step off uh, another mine shaft. Oh, she's. Roll me another um, perception check. Ooh, three, three plus um, one, I think. Cool. Uh, I'm not particularly perceptive. So so you, um, you know, look down this mine shaft, you feel um, just sort of air flowing uh, past you. It, it's it's pretty dark. You can see like some steps leading down. But beyond that, there, there's not much that you see that you make out um, in the darkness. Is there anything I know about the Lapis Tempus, about where it might be found or like its material properties in terms of how it relates to geology? Um, is that a history thing? I guess that would be a history thing. You might have some sort of bonus because you're a dwarf. I have stone cunning. Stone cunning. 
Uh, whenever you make an intelligence parenthetical history check related to the origin of stonework or glasswork because of your your background, um, you are considered proficient in the history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check instead of your normal. So you're going to add in addition to whatever your normal thing is, you're going to add six to your your wow. score. Okay. Yeah, you had a, a shit done. So I'm going to do a history check. That's a twelve plus six. Twelve plus six. Eighteen. So. I, I know things. You know everything. Um, I know th- almost everything. So you know that the uh, the Lapis Tempus it, it generally is located along other veins um, of of other relatively plain ores. Basically, when there's some sort of like magical influence in the area, in the the stone in the ground, this ore will just sort of appear along a otherwise an ordinary vein. It tends to be around um, lazarite veins and also uh, pyrite veins, calcite, that sort of stuff. And uh, as as you may recall, um, just a little bit, you did find uh, some hints of lazarite in the walls of this mine. Following what you have heard from um, Lee's research, there is definitely there is definitely this stuff in this mine, and you just know that it's it's probably going to be a little bit deeper unless you find some evidence of, like, if you can find some evidence of like magic in this mine, that might point you in the direction that you would find this. Um, if you can find some evidence of of like large deposits of those minerals that I mentioned earlier, that might point you in the direction. You know that there there was this stuff in here at some point, so just gotta keep on looking until unless you have some better idea. Sounds good. Um Given that I completely bungled my perception check, I have no idea what's around me. So uh, let's go down those stairs. OK, um, so you start walking down uh, this path. It is it is getting, I guess, uh, around you. I'll say also that the you know, the temperature is, is nice and pleasant. You know, when you're in like a cave, it's it's not too cold, not too hot. Definitely, uh, definitely pretty, pretty nice. But it's it's also very musty down here um, as you go farther and farther down. You're also hearing uh, a little bit more of that scratching noise uh, as you make your way down maybe the third path, the third sort of loop. So these stairs are sort of going back and forth down one side of this this shaft. As you're you're making your way down, uh, I'm going to want you to roll me a a dexterity saving throw. Oh, you're maybe you, you aren't really sure how high up you are at this point. Okay. Let me roll this thing. It's a 20. I roll a 20. Yeah, roll a d20 and add your dexterity. Ugh. All right. There's a five plus a two. All right. And she's also going to roll hers. Yeah, she got an eight. Um, both of you uh, are, are walking down um, one row of the the stairs. Um, and it's you. You've sort of gotten a little bit of confidence, like, you know, I, you, walking pretty quickly as you make your way down. Uh, But then as you step, uh, put your full weight on one of the steps, it just sort of you hear a crunch and then it breaks out from under you and you both start to drop. All right. I'm going to cast another Featherfall. Smart. Uh, Yeah. So Featherfall is a reaction. Um, Mark that that off that you've used that. Do you cover um, Lee with that as well? Yeah, it covers five creatures. Nice. Uh, within 60 feet. Sweet. So I assume that we weren't that far apart. No, you guys were like within like five feet of each other. You guys were on the same uh, same row of steps. 
Um, so they they collapse out from under you and you guys both start to fall down. Uh, but then all of a sudden you sort of crack one of those. Or did, were you saying that you like shatter those things in your hand? Yeah, just yeah. you uh, shatter one of those little pieces in your hand, those little glass amulets. And um, suddenly you guys are both enveloped in this uh, this feathery white light um, that catches you and slows you guys down as you you fall further to the ground. All right. And uh, and then cool. you... so it looks like that uh, sped up our descent into the yeah. darkness. Uh, Lee like shouts as you guys are falling, uh, but then um, sort of laughs to herself as uh, she realizes that you've you've caught her, that you've slowed their their fall. When you guys hit the ground, um, she stands up and. Uh, uh, oh, geez. Uh, uh, thanks, boss. And uh, she pats your back. All right. Uh, actually, another question. Can I identify Lapis Tempest by sight? Uh, I would say you could probably recognize it. Yeah. Ah, uh, jeez. I don't know how those... Uh, that's a that's a bit of a, a bit of a drop between those two stairs. Um, you look up and uh, you can see maybe 20 feet up above you, maybe 30 feet up above you. Um, a section of stairs has fallen out that's maybe... 15 10 or 15 feet from the from where it continues um mm-hmm. so it's a it's a pretty large break um so yeah it's it's pretty it's it's gonna be a bit of a climb to get back up hey folks as you can probably guess this episode went kind of long the next part will be coming out pretty soon um, i'm going to try to do it a little bit earlier than usual but until then uh, i'm just gonna better uh, better on out of here uh see you guys later thanks to the joy drops for the use of not drunk as our intro and outro music find them at thejoydrops.com you can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers and the voice memo. Oh, can I tell you the voice memo just started playing by itself? Um, Like when I got in my car, it's connected in Bluetooth automatically. And it usually just starts playing whatever it wants, which is normally my podcast, which is what I want it to do. Except this time it like starts off. I'm like, this is a weird podcast. Like, what's going on? There's no intro. It's like it was dead in- dead air. And they're like, there's no intro. I'm like, who's this person talking? What podcast is this? I'm like, no, it's me. I accidentally listened to myself. This is awful. It's so bad. Does it make, I guess, does it, from a game mechanic slash listener's perspective, if I'm just like dropping a ton of spells because I know that I'm not going to need to use them again, is that unrealistic within this world? Not really. 
Um, I, I would say that that uh, most of the time what happens is people forget that they have spells mm-hmm. um, and so they don't end up using them. Um, I would say uh, I would say that you would probably just because of how you talked about having prepared the spells where mm-hmm. they're like these these little crystalline things, mm-hmm. um, you probably wouldn't bust them out just for just for shits and giggles Mm -hmm. but if if your life was in danger or something i okay so basically as the spells become higher level Mm -hmm. like i would expect you to try something before throwing out a third or fourth level spell okay let me just check (gasps) did you hear that i did hear the kitty put the kitty in the bloopers hi let me see if I can grab him. Oh, it's a good, good kitty. It's a good kitty. Yes. Hi. Oh, it's a good kitty. <laughs> He's just looking everywhere. Oh. <laughs> oh, yay. Should I? Is it okay if I keep them in here? That is perfectly fine. If if right. you pick up little cat noises, I'm I'm all I'm completely okay with that. Hey, listeners, if this is showing up in the bloopers, I want you to know if any of you, if any of you, complain to me about cat noises. Oh boy, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna be so mad. These these kitties deserve a spot. They just want to play D and D. Do you remember your Lee voice? I, uh, yeah, it's um, it's kind of like this. I, I actually can pull it to mind this time, unlike last time when it I kept screwing it up during the show. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it works. All right. So it's the monastery that Alden is stealing from. Mm-hmm. Alton? Alton. Alton or Alden? Alton. Alton. Right. Alton. Uh, like fun the brown. Fa- yes. Um. So fun fact. Uh. Uh, Mallory and Eli and Daryl um, say that uh, the the campaign that I've run reminds them uh, like the way that I DM reminds them of Alton Brown. And so really, yeah. So uh, that's what they've told me. I've never watched anything with Alton Brown, so I don't know if that makes any sense. But, uh, but that's what they've told me. And so uh, Mallory uh, chose the name Alton um, referencing that. Uh, yeah. Is there somebody else named Ramsey in the in your campaign? No, I don't believe so. Uh, you could have had like Alton Ramsey oh, and Gordon Ramsey. OK, I get it. I get it. Flay, Bobby Flay, Flay or something. <laughs> uh, Guy Fieri. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, wait, uh, Goblin Fieri. Um, mm. Hmm. 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 Goblin or Guy Fiery. It's like a fiery like, guy. It's like It'll a fire, fire elemental uh, cook. He's he's been enslaved in the kitchen, so he's forced to cook things. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, exactly. Google Hangouts. Why are you doing this to me? Whoa, there you are. There you are. Google Hangouts. You freed us. We're back. We are ready to join. <coughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get a cough drop. Oh yeah. 
<coughs> that crinkle, that crinkle, crackle, cough drop. This is all getting cut out. I'm gonna take a swig of my my Faberge egg. That was a great, great way to end that intro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how we were gonna get out of it. <laughs> I didn't either. You might I was have like, had to this use is, that voice. This is the whole going. Time. This is going kind of long. How are we gonna do this? And, uh, <laughs> and then I was just like, nope, we're done. Cat with the save.